It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's episode... An Arbor woman damages meat suspension in Pothole and gets compensation from the city. Airbnb is rolling out anti-partying technology. Weird. I thought it was just inviting Jeff. Oh. <laughs> A man who looks like he's mid-Borg assimilation tries to resell body parts. Finally, after 22 years, we have an answer to who let the dogs out. The new Paul Bunyan is David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> and a woman was killed by an alligator after she reportedly slipped into a pond while gardening. Our transition from that, from that to this was not good. <laughs> she is a ghost now. <laughs> well, she should have used Granny Gators, Granny Gator, Gator Intimidators. <laughs> well, little did she know, while she was gardening, the gator was harvesting his human meat garden as oh, well. Just keeping so. her in a little yep. pasture. Yep. <laughs> And I'm curious what the Whole Foods ethical meat rating is on capitalist humans. They're not cage-free. We are not cage-free. No, definitely not. Definitely also uh, not raised without any kind of hormones or antibiotics. Oh, we've got all yeah, those, too. All those in there. Yeah, definitely one. Not organic. Definitely a one. Uh, <laughs> it's full of plastic. <laughs> the plastic bag comes in the meat. We d- <laughs> And sometimes the meat comes in a plastic bag. Ah, that's, so, yeah, that's where my mind met, I, I went I could tell. That's why I was like, all right, I'm going to make the joke then, because your mind was there. <laughs> I, my brain couldn't form it, though. <laughs> I could hear it clicking. It was like, yeah. click, 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 click. You can't see the smoke coming out of my ears because I'm wearing headphones. <laughs> that is a boomer joke. <laughs> the smoke coming out of your ears when you're thinking too hard? <laughs> Jesus. I made a boomer mistake today. My daughter messaged me on kid like Messenger. Mm-hmm kids messenger whatever and she's like hey what is my roblox password and so i just gave it to her and then half a second after i gave it to her i was like oh shit that was stupid what if like that account got hacked and then they're gonna try to get into other accounts with that her roblox account or whatever um so like i messaged my her mom and i was like hey did did she ask for the password and she said yes so Crisis averted, but what a fucking boomer mistake that was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next up, the Nigerian prince is yeah. going to get his money now. <laughs> He's ready for you to uh, help him out. Yeah. Okay, well, how was your week? Oh, uh, two weeks, actually, right? Holy crap. Yeah, we didn't record last week? We weren't, because uh, the day that we could record, I believe, uh, you were engaged with mm-hmm. some sort of festivities. Yep. Uh, and the day that we usually record, I was driving down south. To visit my cousin for her wedding. Nice. You know what the festivities were? My birthday. They were. I didn't know if you wanted to say. So I. Oh yeah. I wasn't going to out you on your. Uh, I won't say the year. Yeah. Or my. Well, we didn't say which day it is either. Or my mother's maiden name. Yeah. Because I made that mistake earlier. What's the last today? five digits of your uh, social? <laughs> the last five. What was the first street you lived on? <laughs> <laughs> what was your pet's first? What's your best friend's first name? From anyway. kindergarten. From kindergarten. Um, yeah, so we, we drove down to Virginia mm. to visit my cousin for a very, very short trip. We left Thursday and we're back Sunday because- That uh, is a short trip. School start oh, yeah. this week. So You're back, eh? Got to have the kids back for the schooling. You ever heard someone call a cousin a cousin? Cousin? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like people in like Kentucky or Tennessee. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard that here. Cousin? Well, we got a lot of uh, transplants from Kentucky we to Tennessee. We do, yeah. So. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we went down. Um, on the way down, we stopped because we had time. We didn't have any wedding-related festivities. Uh, 
to do on the day that we arrived. So we took our time. We went through Shenandoah National Park. Oh. Uh, which lived down there for many years. Never went to it. Yeah. Uh, but I have, we got, since we went out to California, had a park pass. So you went to California, you said? I said California. Oh, okay. Uh, had a park pass. Went down to California. <laughs> Ooh, doggy. Well, you were just in Virginia, so. I'll tell you what. Uh, no, so we like went through, I have, you know, didn't have to pay to get in. That's so, nice. Um, Got yourself your uh, Shenandoah sticker? Uh, so I collect uh, buttons, like pins, lapel pins. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, yeah, I got a Shenandoah yeah. lapel pin. I have a, like, case that I keep all my pins in. Oh, yeah, very nice. Um, Just don't drop that case. <laughs> I've had that happen before with some pins in a case like that. Awful. Um, so, yeah, we went through. We drove through. Um, we were going to do some hikes, but, like, all the parking lots were really busy, and so we didn't get to do quite the hikes we wanted to. But there was, like, a few nice um, visitor centers where there were some good views, and uh, we got to walk around a little bit, and so that was nice. And then um, continued on further south into Virginia and took a little detour to uh, Appomattox Courthouse, which is oh. uh, the village where the Civil War ended. Nice. Uh, and so we got to get, like, you know, it's kind of like Greenfield Village because it's just this tiny little like there's the courthouse in the middle and then mm-hmm. there's like a general store and there's like the tavern. And then like one of the buildings that was a house, they turned into like the bookstore for the national park. So uh, got a little pin there as well. Uh, and then there's the McLean House where, you know, Grant and Lee came in and signed the agreement wow. to in the uh, Civil War. Interesting fact. Uh, the very first battle of the Civil War mm-hmm. was uh first manassas they had two battles in manassas um actually the the north called it bull run um and so the first battle of bull run uh you know the armies meet it's only maybe like 20 minutes outside of washington dc so it's like really close close. yeah Uh, and everyone's like oh the armies are meeting we should go watch this and so like people like congressmen and senators and people from dc got in their buggies and drove out to watch the battle to watch us they brought they brought picnics and like they're like, oh, we're going to watch this. And the the North does not do well. Like, they get their ass, like, they're not doing well. And then, like, fresh Southern troops make it. And so, like, they're like, all right, let's get out of here. Yeah. But then all the people that are watching are like, fuck, let's get out of here, too. And they clog up. It's like the after the Super Bowl, right? All these cars are trying to get out <laughs> of this area. And knowing it, like, it's just a terrible thing. And they uh, hadn't invented the zipper merge yet, Yeah, I'm guessing. Definitely not. Like, it was just one lane. Was the zipper even invented at that point? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't so. think so. No, it's... Uh, uh, <laughs> but during the battle, uh, artillery fire goes into this house owned by Wilbur McLean. Okay. Okay. I think a, a shell explodes in his summer kitchen. Oh. And he's like, fuck this shit. I'm moving south to get away from the war. Oh, because he thought the war was up here. Yeah. And so first battle, Wilbur moves south into Appomattox Courthouse. His house is the house that they signed the end at. So it starts literally in his front yard and ends in his parlor. Yeah, we're in a simulation. That's And he's he was the main character of some... Of like uh, if this is like a Westworld thing, he was the main character of some like <laughs> plot line that they had going on. Um, so yeah, it was interesting to see uh, see all that. Um, it's it's always strange when you go to sites like that because it's like, why are you here to see this site? Oh, like because, the other people that are there. Like I'm there because I teach history and I'm you know a history person and all that. But why might other people visit these sites as well? It was like uh, we went to uh, uh, Little Bighorn. Oh. Uh, General Custer 
Yeah. Uh, incidentally, Custer. different from Big Little Horn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I think Custer was also at Appomattox. Yeah. Yeah. There was some stuff that they mentioned him. And I was oh, like, oh, interesting. interesting. Um, so we went to Little Bighorn, which is, you know, this thing where Custer dies. And um, I won't even go into the whole story of that. But this, when you go into the, in Virginia, this is. No, this is out right? in Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was during the Native American Wars in the late 1860s, 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the basic story is the Native Americans get screwed over, as per usual in this time period, and are like, fuck you. And then they kind of converge. Well, no, actually what happens is I think Custer's group is like, oh, yeah, there's a few over there. Let's go get them. And it's actually like 5,000. Oh. <laughs> and they all get killed. Uh, so you can go to this site where the battle took place. It's a national park. It's not a national park. It's a national historic military monument or something like that. So there's like a little gift shop and you can go up and, you know, they've got Custer's uh, headstone. They've got like all the soldiers. They even have a headstone for the fucking horses. Wow. Uh, but it wasn't until like 1997 before a monument to the Native Americans was put there. Uh, and it's beautiful, too, though. Yeah. It's uh, It was designed by a Native American. It's kind of like this low stone wall. And then using like uh, wrought iron, it's like the shape of Native Americans on horses. Oh, And so like when you stand back, it's designed in a way that it looks like they're like in the distance on the prairie. Oh, like, right. Cool. So it's like it's really cool. But, so which sacred Native American site did we destroy to build that monument? Uh, I don't believe it was a sacred site. It just was. I'm just. That's yeah, just I know it is on a reservation. I think it's on okay. the Blackfoot or the Crow Reservation. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, also, um, General Custer, correct me if I'm wrong here, um, but he's like Custer's last stand. It's yes. this big heroic thing. Blah blah blah. He was actually kind of a monster, right? Uh a little bit. Not as bad as some other ones, but yeah. I mean, in I mean, general. he was murdering Native Americans. Yeah. Like, as a, his job. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so he's it not great. Kind of monster, he's yeah. not great. Um, but what's, you go into the gift shop, and what do you think they're selling there? Um, General like, Custer's custard. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. His froyo. <laughs> general Custer's <laughs> froyo. <laughs> No, they're selling like cowboy and Indian toys. They're not. They are oh like my God. tomahawks and like headpieces and like rifles. And I'm like, this is so inappropriate. And like, I'm pretty sure like a number of the the people working there are Native American. It's yeah. like, who, who thought this was appropriate? I I was just like, this is, oh man, not good. It's rough. It's rough. Uh, so anyway, the wedding was great. Uh, very enjoyable. Uh, had a good time. Um, also, during the two weeks, I, I did my own brakes. Did your own brakes? Yeah. In my, your car? Yeah. Need new brake pads and rotors. You did so it? I sure did. On your Prius? On my Prius. Aren't those like special brakes, though, because they have regenerative qualities? Uh, so the pads and things, no. But oh, uh, the other parts, maybe. Um, but I've been driving around with it for like two three weeks now and uh everything seems fine so i think i'm all right everything's stopping yeah stopping and my battery's charging and my um uh like miles per gallon have not gone down any so uh brake pads are one of the things that asbestos is still allowed in oh really yeah interesting and actually uh, i well i wore gloves oh good 
And then Trump uh, loosened some rules on asbestos. I don't know if those got tightened back down again. Yeah, they let it go in uh, General Custer's Froyo now. So oh yeah, you, you can get the uh, asbestos. Keeps, keeps it cool. Yeah, you roll the the Froyo in it. <laughs> A nice little powder on top. Hey, as long as it's not freeable, it's not in the air. Do you think twenty years from now they're going to be like, don't even look at fiberglass insulation because it gets in your lungs, it'll kill you. <laughs> And we're just like using it everywhere. Uh, I feel like we've been using it for many, many years. I th- yeah, I feel like we'd know by now, right? You, I guess we someone would, think would so, know. Yeah. It'd be Somebody, it'd have to be something new like solar panels. Or, yeah, somebody in the fiberglass plant would be dying right now if that were the case. Yeah, it's going to be like uh, the glue in cell phones or like the yeah, or maybe the, the micro- rubber the, the rubber mi- that goes into the uh, AirPods is <laughs> made of asbestos. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah, the asbestos AirPods. That's what cool. the A is for. I think microplastics are the new asbestos. Yeah, we put that shit in everything. We do. It's like face cream, In our bodies, too. Um, cream so cheese. I'm like, very, I'm very aware of like when I'm working on stuff in the house um, uh, or like outside or whatever, like I'll nip the plastic, rip the plastic off with my teeth. And then before I would just spit it into the yard, that's the little tiny, tiny plastic piece, right? But now I'm just like, No. I'm not swallowing it either. I'll throw that in the garbage. I'll I'll make sure there are no microplastics in my environment. We'll just put them in the landfill. Yeah. You put the mic. You gotta get put the macro plastics. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I am. So I am not one to complain about uh, paper straws because we, we need them. They're fine. They're so I determined they are not. Oh. So when you drink pop, soda with the the paper straws. It warms the pop up as it's coming through the straw, and it makes it fizz. It's not a good experience drinking the but, the pop out. But of a soda paper is straw. good when it's fizzy. No, it, it's like foamy. It's not fizzy. Oh, it's like fo- foamy. It foams. Yeah, that's so, the asbestos lining. <laughs> yeah, it's easier. Just it's better for me just to drink it out of the glass at that point and just get cold ass ice against my teeth. Hmm. I mean, can't they make plastics out of like soybean? I don't know. I thought there was like a soybean. It's like biodegradable and they can make it out of like soybean oil or something like you, that. You could give me a, a a thing of grass, a big grass thing, and I'll sip out of that because they're like tubes, right? And then you put it between your, uh, your thumbs and you blow and it makes a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is the noise they make. How was your week, Jeff? Oh, well bunch of things happened in mm-hmm. the last two weeks. So I had a birthday. Mm-hmm. I also went to a wedding. Mm. Just beautiful wedding in downtown Detroit on the roof of um, this building called Madison, which has been like revamped since like mm-hmm. 2013, I think. And uh, like from the reception spot, you could see the Fox Theater and Tiger Stadium and Ford Field. Nice. Like okay. it was like mm-hmm. in that area. Um, it was a beautiful wedding. And um, that was nice. And um, I also had, I said my birthday already. Oh, um, yesterday. Uh, so on Wednesdays, I've decided that Wednesdays are like my day. If I don't have company, it's my day to just sit down on my own or with my dogs and just like watch TV or like kind of t- take time for myself. So I started watching a show called The Patient with Steve Carell. It is I a, saw an ad for this on uh, Apple TV it or is a something. Thriller drama thing. He's a psychiatrist or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's um, uh, it's very good. I saw two the two episodes that are out. It's very very good. Mm-hmm. It's not funny at all. 
which is good because it's a drama. Um, but it's another one of these dramas that's like 20 some minutes long, mm. which is very strange to me. Dramas have always been like hour long, you yeah. know, 40, 48 yeah. minutes, whatever it is with commercials. Hour long in network television time. Yeah. Yeah. Not in streaming time. Yes, that's true. Yeah, actually. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So this is a it's a mini series. Okay. And so it's not going to get bad and get canceled and stuff like i prefer watching miniseries because i know there's a definite end to it yeah so they, um, they tend to tighten up the story but there's not they filler do. they do yeah like it's, oh man we got to do another three episodes this season yeah first two episodes very very good i also watched uh prey the movie okay. it's on hulu um it's like the follow-up to the predator yeah because you mentioned movies. you saw the original predator yes, the, in anticipation of it right? yes the original predator was was so bad it was good 80s down get down get, get to the job literally get to the chopper that's the first time you said that right um so prey was excellent really? like it was a re- just like as a if you've never seen predator just mm-hmm. watch this there are like a bunch of references to the original movie and then like some of the sequels you know and this the sequels are terrible oh definitely very yeah. bad um but prey was really really good it uh female protagonist okay um and not like not like the G.I. Jane type of like um, the only way a female can be a protagonist in an action movie is if she gets all butch and mm-hmm. whatever. She's, you know, she's um, she's Native American and she's um, strong, but like, I don't know. It, it's not. What am I trying to say? It's not pushing it. Mm-hmm. Right. They didn't have to make her too masculine to be the main character. The gotcha. point of the story. It's Native American positive. There's a there's a whole um, they did a whole Comanche dub um of the movie so mm-hmm. you can watch it in the comanche language that's cool um it's just fantastic highly recommend it all right not like it wasn't like a a horror movie necessarily i mean it's about an alien that's attacking people right but like it it didn't have that horror movie feel yeah i mean i feel like that's a different like the alien horror movie, I think is different. Yeah, because you exactly. had like you had like Alien, you mm-hmm. had Predator. Like that's a different kind of. It's not like you know a slasher horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's, its own subgenre. Yeah, it was very good. Well, very nice. Yeah. Well, if you've watched a good movie lately, mm-hmm. um, don't tell us about it because we won't watch it. I might watch it. Oh, probably not. I watch lots of things. Do you? Yeah, I'm running out of things to like. Uh, I finished my rewatch of Lost. Oh, did you? While I'm on the treadmill. Well, you've got two new recommendations now. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching Golden Girls uh, as you? I walk. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Golden Palace? I have a few episodes, not the it's whole not thing. It's not terrible. No, it's all right. It's, it's like Golden Girls without uh, Dorothy. Yeah. I do miss B. Arthur in it, but it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, tell me what you're watching. I can... I already told you. Yeah. Well, we do have... <laughs> we also have, uh, in a, like, a week, Cobra Kai is coming back. No, oh, like, is it? Okay. It's the final oh. season. So. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's very <laughs> ridiculous, but <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> as long as you like it, that's all that matters. Yeah. It's very campy. It's very... <laughs> I'm like, these people are all like 32. I'm like, we're 17. Oh, I, I that makes me crazy. <laughs> and they have old, older... Like, um, also, so you have these older people playing teens, so they think it's like... I don't know if the producers are like they're adults, so it's okay if we sexualize them, but they're playing teens. So really the show is sexualizing underage children. It's bad. There's a, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a show that uh, it's like a 30 minute kind of show 
uh, that we've been watching on Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. And Becky was looking up the ages and like the, I think they're, they're not even like seniors or anything. I think they're supposed to be like sophomore juniors. Like mm-hmm. they're not freshmen, but they're not about to graduate is my understanding. But like the main character's love interest boyfriend is like 31. Yikes. It's like, wow. And I think the youngest person in the show is like 24. Something like that. It's just like, good grief. Yeah. Well, don't send us those things to no. the, the hourpod at gmail.com. Uh, or, and, and, you know, don't send us uh, weirdo things on Facebook. But go on there and like our stuff and send us something good. Yeah. Give us some recommendations. Sure. Facebook, Facebook.com slash the hourpod. Or maybe I'm, I, I probably know. will because yeah. I'm out of things to watch. Okay. But we do have a Amazing Race and Survivor coming back soon. So oh well, gotta watch those. I've ne- so I've seen a couple episodes of the Amazing Race, never got into it. Survivor again, a couple episodes. Never. I don't really get hooked by those kind of shows, um, or like any sort of like competition reality type show. I just it's just not really my. I thing. like Amazing Race because it's travel. That's cool, but it's not like. We're going to go to this place and make you eat bugs. Like (laughs) there's been a few episodes throughout the years where they're like in Indonesia and that's just like they've got a bug vendor and they're like, oh, well, that's going to be your roadblock. You have to eat a bowl full of bugs before you can move on. But it's like not common. A whole bowl of bugs. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, like it was fine at first, but then they started getting cold. Oh. And that's when you got to have your bugs warm. What's the serving size on a bug? Is it, you know. Probably like 72. 72 it's, bugs. Yeah, it's just, it's all, it's all protein. <laughs> That's what you got to use instead of like the protein powder, just a big old handful of crickets. That's actually, I've heard, seen a couple of random news articles about like, oh, the bug protein might be the protein of the future. Nope. No, it's not. Not for me. It's not. Nope. And well. All those legs. They'll, they'll probably grind Ooh, them up <laughs> and put them into like protein powder, but then not call it bugs. They'll call it like. I don't know, something fancy they'll come up with. They call it like buzz protein power. Yeah. Buzz means bugs. Uh, apparently they use a uh, beetle in uh, red dye for M&Ms. Is that right? Yeah, because there was a thing that was uh, Twitter or something. And somehow M&M tweeted something that was like, yeah, M&Ms aren't necessarily vegetarian. Oh. And everyone was like, the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? And then they were like, well, no, in the dye, there's like, you know bug sometimes yeah not all the time but sometimes the red dye includes don't you know there's a beetle there's a fat kid ground up into the chocolate yeah they put a little beetle juice in it Mm. so oh nice just don't say it three times definitely not uh we do have some updates but i didn't have time to put them in so we'll just do the updates next week next week okay that sounds good the updates are wild yeah weird and wild stuff yeah you you might break your neck with excitement Uh, speaking of breaking things, mm-hmm. um, Deborah Gordon Gerkenfell. Ger- no. <laughs> Gerfinkel. 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 Oh, Deborah Gerfinkel? Gordon Ger- Gerfinkel. Is that like Garfunkel, but Gerfinkel? Yeah, it's Simon and Gerfinkel. <laughs> Have I been pronouncing that wrong the whole life? My whole, <laughs> my whole life. life, yep. So, so Simon and Gerfinkel uh, uh, was injured from stepping in an Ann Arbor Street pothole. Oh, local story. And she's getting $24,500 of my tax dollars in a legal settlement. Wait, wait. Settlement. Is is this pothole that she, she broke her leg in, is that a dispensary? 
<laughs> Actually, what a great name right? for Michigan dispensary. The pothole. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I, I'm not going to open it. We should. Apparently, you can grow the, the marijuana plants and sell it to dispensaries. I think you could have like well, something up to six plants or something. I don't remember for sure. It's crazy. I, you could get a license for it. That's why. I, um, I've got a lot of room to grow. <laughs> you do? Yeah. That's why I've got. Um, you have to keep them like locked up, though. Like they can't oh, be you? accessible to children or something. Oh, man. Can my like... child get a license so we can get six more? <laughs> no, but the bunnies will get high off of it. <laughs> Great. Then they're going to eat all my melons. <laughs> I didn't get So I had like 20 ears of corn. Yeah. Crows and raccoons got them at all. Really? All of it? All of it. So, well, we got three three years that we were able to cook. Uh, two, one for me and Becky and then one I gave to my grandma. And That's then a shame. crows and coons got the rest. That's a real shame. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Oh, and I just realized. Yeah? I've got in my pocket. Oh. A, uh, sugar, a sugar snap pea. Oh. That uh, I was going to give to my wife because I got exactly seven. Yeah. I ate one, one for my wife, and my daughter got the other five. So, did you just eat them raw? Yeah, you just eat the whole thing. Oh, okay. So I got to go give that to her. I want to watch. There's a little, little lint on it, I think. Watch that off before she eats it. Yeah, give it a little rinse. Yeah. Uh, city council voted unanimously to authorize the payout to resolve an injury claim brought against the city by Deborah Gordon Gerfinkel and her husband, Elihue. <laughs> Garfinkel. <laughs> sorry. Eli Howe. We apologize to the entire Garfinkel family. Yeah. The, sorry, for, the, for the, the, the name, Gordon Garfinkel family. The, the name butchering that's been happening already on this episode. So mm. I, a couple years ago, I ran a 5K. I didn't run the whole time, of course. Um, but the big big house 5K thing, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and part of it is uh, you run in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like they close the streets off, you run there. Yeah. And I actually, I didn't break anything, but I did trip on a pothole. It was very funny to me because I didn't see it coming. And I was like, geez, I'm going to injure myself. Wow. Yeah. You're going to get yourself gerfinkled. I should have gerfinkled myself. So the claim alleged that Gordon Gerfinkel suffered a fractured right ankle from stepping in a hole while walking on Sunset Road. Well, at the time of the incident, the city had designated Sunset Road as one of its many neighborhood slow streets as part of the city's Healthy Streets Initiative. Which I hate. Oh, yeah? The Healthy Streets Initiative. Listen, I just want to get from (laughs) Packard Road to Industrial, to South Industrial, so I can pick up my cold brew from Rue's Rue's Brewery, whatever it's called. I forget what it's called. Gerfinkel Rue's Brewery? Yeah. And the roads were closed, and I couldn't get it, and I couldn't find a road. And I, I eventually just, like, drove through the road because they're, like, closed to through traffic, but, like, there's nothing wrong with the street. Anyway, apparently there's something wrong with the street. Um, but I do not like the Healthy Streets Initiative. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> the initiative involved putting up barricades and local traffic only no through traffic. Wow, I said that already. Signs. <laughs> You got, you got an in on the story. Yeah. You to, allow, <laughs> to allow pedestrians to move uh, to more freely walk in roadways as a way to social distance them in the COVID-19 pandemic. Here's the thing. I don't think they did any research as to which roads get walked down. And there, like, there was nobody on these streets. It must have been nice for the people who lived there. Yeah. Besides having to drive around those closed signs. Well, potholes, on, sorry, potholes in the roadway where Gordon Gerfinkel injured herself were observed for more than 30 days prior to the incident. She should have known that pothole was there. And she should be suing um, Gretchen Whitmer herself. 
Like should be named personally in this lawsuit. Fix the damn roads. Yeah. She should try kidnapping. And she's, <laughs> I've heard that goes well for people. <laughs> so the lawsuit asked the court to order the city to pay over $25,000 as compensation for Gordon Gerfinkel's injuries and damages, including physical pain and suffering, mental anguish, increased or decreased enjoyment of life and medical bills, as well as the pain and anguish caused to her husband who has had to care for her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The pain There's and anguish of a husband having to care for his <laughs> bitch wife. He had to learn her Starbucks order. Okay. Like, do you know how difficult that is? Oh, it's, man. It's crazy. I don't know why I can't think of the name of that coffee place. Ruse. It's Ru- like Ruse Coffee. Maybe. I don't know. It's, uh, it's Ruse Brews. I have to look it up because otherwise I'll have to issue a correction. The city disputes it is responsible for Gordon Gerfinkel's injury and damages, but agreed to pay in return for a release of all claims against the city and without an admission of liability. So, like, we will pay you, but we will not say that it was our fault because we don't think it is, but we will pay you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then a big news story comes out. So, I'm curious that the $25,000... Like, how much of that was his suffering for having to take care of his wife? <laughs> probably is it, a lot Is it 5000 Is it... Yes. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's probably 20000 and the 5000 is her suffering. She only got 75% of what he got. Yeah, because... Well, and, you know, men can't take any kind of injury. Yeah. So, you know, it's way bigger than a woman, so... It's true. They can deal with the pain much more. Yes. So. It's literally just called Ruse Rose Coffee. I don't know why I was complicating it. There you go, Ruse Rose Coffee. So the city's... Uh, you said that already. Yep. So, um, of course, it says we're not responsible. Watch where you're walking, but yeah. also fix the streets, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Here's, okay. I'm So, um, this may just be a result of, of my child going to Milan schools for a couple of years. But um, Ann Arbor schools, we didn't have to buy any school supplies. Because they provide all of them. In Ann Arbor? Yes. Okay. So Milan doesn't? Milan does not provide you have to buy oh. everything. Like and there was and Lincoln too was the same way. You have to buy specific things, specific types of crayons, specific type mm-hmm. of pencil, whatever. Um when I was growing up, my mom never bought me the correct things. They would <laughs> say Crayola crayons and she goes, I ain't spending two dollars on a box of crayons. Yeah, like Rose Art. I got the Rose Art that would fucking melt in your hand from the heat <laughs> of your hand as you're using them. They were so low quality. And uh oh, a big one that my mom did too. I am getting off in a tangent here. So you had to have the TI eighty three calculator mm-hmm. in order to do algebra. And my mom said, I ain't spending hundred and thirty dollars on a calculator and she bought me like this fucking Casio. <laughs> and so the teacher, uh, Miss Walleen, is going through and she's got her calculator. And it's like literally these steps are how you go through to solve this problem on this specific calculator. Mm-hmm. And this is what the buttons look like. And I'm sitting here with my Casio, like, I have no idea how to do any yeah, of this. Just spelling boobs. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's awful. Anyway, so part of the part of um, the school buying supplies is they asked us not to buy any supplies for the kids so that there aren't kids that have better supplies or no. different supplies okay. than other because they'll fight over them or they'll first feel of bad all, or whatever. Fuck that. I so you're not the first person to say that about this. I disagree with you guys, but oh, they're poor, gentle souls. They can't have anything that someone else has. Bullshit. That doesn't prepare you for life. Jeff Bezos has like. 
$300 billion. Okay. So I'm sorry that Lily in class has the 64 box of crayons. You'll get over it. Enjoy your melting rose art. All I remember is when I wanted to uh, color the Native Americans in, I didn't have burnt sienna. Well, you got to get the... Uh, All I had was brown. Everyone was brown. Yeah, you got to get the diversity pack. Yeah, well, they make... They, they, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. it's cute. But they no, didn't, they mom, didn't make that back in the 90s. My mom would not spend oh. a couple of dollars on a special pack of skin tone crayons. No, definitely not. Anyway, I always felt left out because I had the cheap stuff and uh, other people didn't. So did I. Yeah. We were very poor. Yeah. And I still I still hold on to that a little bit. So we were poor in the that. like we were poor in the like, oh, that's the family we're going to chip in and help kind of poor. Oh, wow. So so the thing was uh, after probably fourth or fifth grade, we had money. But my mom was still cheap. <laughs> like she was still living like we didn't have money, which is there's no problem with that. But like just spring for the extra dollar for the Crayolas. Yeah. Damn it. It's not that much. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what was I going with that? Oh, so oh, the other thing, uh, with the schools, there's only twenty one kids in her class, my daughter's mm-hmm. class, which That's is good. very low, yeah. right? Um, the the lunches seem to be and again, this is comparing it to Milan, so what you know So this is her first year at uh Ann Arbor, yeah. Ann Arbor. So yeah. Ann Arbor has good schools. They have very good schools. It's just like, it's just nice. It's nice to see the differences between the two. The, the one thing Milan does have going for it, they really know how to run a drop off line. <laughs> It's the one thing they have down. <laughs> well, I imagine they have uh, some other things down. Like? Uh, meth. Meth. <laughs> Racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, down. my gosh. And going to the open house thing, it was a meet and greet, they called it. It was like uh, if you did a like a Google image search for diverse children in playgrounds, <laughs> literally that. <laughs> one there's like one child of every of every nationality and ethnicity and stuff just all running around yeah. playing together well ann arbor's slogan is the same as pokemon you gotta catch them all <laughs> yes indeed speaking of house parties oh <laughs> airbnb is testing a new anti-party technology in the u.s and canada as it attempts to enforce a global ban on house parties it made permanent earlier this year here's the thing about airbnb it fucking sucks. No, it's horrible. Now, when it first came out, it was great because you could just like stay at people's houses when they were gone on vacation or whatever. But now it's gotten all it's getting gotten too big and too popular, I think. Um, but like this is what companies do. I feel like when they start when their growth starts to level off or something or something happens and then some leader at the company says, oh, we got to you know, what we need more rules. <laughs> so. Um, oh, the technology is designed to automatically catch the kinds of bookings that are likely to result in unauthorized parties by looking at factors like a guest review history, the age of their account, the length of the stay they're requesting, and whether they're booking for a weekday or a weekend. This sounds like a real easy way to discriminate against people. As happened before with Airbnb, because you had to have a picture of yourself in the ads. Remember that? Or in your profile? I don't use Airbnb because I think it's a horrible thing that shouldn't exist. So <laughs> when it first came out, um, it was like you had to make sure you were safe because you're staying mm-hmm. at someone else's house and they yeah. were staying at your house. Right. So the you had to have the picture of yourself on the thing. Well, then hosts are denying bookings 
Yeah. Um, for they only want people hot people races. for all the hidden cameras that they put in their That's, house. So. Yeah, yeah. For put real. on their uh, Airbnb OnlyFans. Yeah, I never, th- <laughs> I never thought that uh, I would prefer going back to hotels, but except for the ones in Maine. But I'm, you know, unless something else better than Airbnb, the Home Away came out in Verbo. They're kind of the same. It's like instead of like being a new niche market, niche niche. Niche? I don't know. Oh, someone's name probably, and I just mispronounced it. Um, we'll get our linguist on here. Yeah. Oh, we'll hire a linguist, and then we'll okay. get them on here. I hope they're cunning. Mm. Uh, so instead of being like a little new little market for different ones, it's just like they just list their house on all three of those things now. Yeah. So it's all just yeah. bullshit. Anyway. The company says it's been tr- uh, trialing similar technology in select areas of Australia since October 2021, uh, uh, rather, where it saw a 30% Thirty-five percent drop in unauthorized parties. I assume this is a problem for the hosts. They people have parties. They have tons of people over. They wreck stuff. Um, and I don't know why don't you? Why can't they just charge people? I don't get why we had to have to ban parties. My mom's husband um, has an Airbnb. Like he he bought this old auto parts shop and like converted it to an Airbnb. Um, and it, it doesn't have auto parts in it anymore. <laughs> it looks like a house inside, but it's got the like the, the... bed up on a lift. <laughs> so he did keep the lift. But it's in a it's in a garage part of the house. Um, so the bathtub's down where they used to do the oil changes. <laughs> he uh, he doesn't like parties, right? But he's got cameras set up outside the house, and he watches them. And if they come in with unauthorized people, he'll call them immediately and say, "Y'all ain't supposed to have that." But anybody else any guests in the in the house so he calls him immediately and tells him to stop so no parties down at <laughs> no parties over auto, here auto parts shop <laughs> um so um what is it? it's also previously used a similar system in the u.s um anti-party system since july 2020 that prevented younger guests from booking large houses nearby to where they live if they didn't have a history of positive reviews I mean, that seems like a recipe for a party, right? It Literally, yes. Yeah. Uh, Airbnb has been attempting to crack down on parties since 2019 after five people died in a shooting at a Halloween party in an Airbnb in Orinda, California, that potentially had over 100 people attending. That's too many people for a single building. In 2020, it announced a further crackdown as a result of the COVID pandemic. The fear was that the closure of bars and clubs might encourage people to turn to Airbnb properties as an alternative. It's crazy. Yeah, sure. If you say so. Uh, guests who are suspected and blocked from making bookings may be able to still get rooms, uh, but or sorry, still do rentals, but they might only be allowed a private room rather than a whole house or book a hotel stay through the platform. You can book hotels through Airbnb. Why would you it's just so go to the air? Just go to the hotel. It's going to be the cheapest there. Yeah. We booked a hotel through Expedia one time and it was bad because the hotel, first of all, the hotel should have helped us out more. It was shitty. Um, but we um, booked a specific type of room on Expedia and we did not get that type of room. Um, so uh, they were like, oh, we can't cancel reservation. It's You got to go through, go through Expedia. Sorry, we can't help you. That's what the hotel said. So we just had to like, it was it didn't have enough beds or something. So I ended up sleeping on a couch. That's bullshit. Agree. Uh, 
That being said, that it's seen a 44% drop in the amount of party reports after rolling out its party ban in 2020 and suspended the accounts of 6,600 guests for violating the anti-party rules in 2021. This was not as fun of a story as I thought it was going to be when I sent it to you. <laughs> it's just Airbnb being... It, yeah, a corporation being a corporation. Being a boomer. Point, yeah, Boomer Airbnb. Now, I don't know that they're a corporation, but they're a big company. You know I'm sure they're a corporation. You know what I mean. I'm sure they're a corporation. Have, have they been bought by Amazon yet? Uh, probably not, but it's coming, yeah, I'm sure. Soon, yeah. Amazon Home is what they call it or something. <laughs> Free two-day shipping of yourself <laughs> to this house. <laughs> no, that's going to be their uh, driverless car uh, oh. Uber version. <laughs> yeah, prime shipping on yourself. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. All right, let's heal these fuckers. <laughs> All right. Jason, uh-huh. while driving long road trips, do you ever notice a car who's in front of or behind you for hours that you decide is your road trip buddy? Then you tell them goodbye once they or you finally take a separate route? Uh, no, I, I usually consider them to be the idiots that are willing to speed. So I stay a good distance back so that they can, you know get caught and then i slow down before it's too late i like it when they when other people are speeding and then i go faster but not quite as fast as them you know because mm-hmm. then they're the one exactly they're, the they're gonna get caught they're gonna pass the police first yeah well, unless I do like, the police come up behind you oh uh, well then their um their readings aren't actually accurate so that's one of those things where like you you're not like don't talk to the police like do you know how fast you were going just say no i don't because otherwise, if they don't know how fast they were going, if you say I was going 60, then you just admitted it to it. Yeah. And they can just ticket you for it because yeah. you admitted to it. Anyway, good times. Indeed. Jeff. Yes. Does anyone else have a moment when they look at the mirror and stare in disbelief at how ugly they are? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Jason, mm-hmm. why aren't humans more scared of orcas when they're basically oversized dolphins that like to feed on sharks? Well, people aren't scared of dolphins, so I feel like your analogy isn't helping. I would be scared of an orca if I yeah. saw an orca in the water. I'd be terrified. Definitely. Yeah. I saw one where uh, like uh, a seal or something jumps up on this like fishing boat, and the orcas are just like all around, and I'm like, they're going to knock that boat over to get that yeah. friggin' seal, because they're like relentless assholes play with their live food Mm -hmm. and torture them yeah yeah i'm terrified of them uh jeff yes if i called 911 because i thought i was having a heart attack but it turned out i was fine would they be mad at me (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't call 911 because you're afraid someone's going to be mad at you right i i think better safe than sorry also spoiler alert they're not going to know what happens to you once the medical people are there yeah. You're like, all right, they're there. Have a good day. Hope right. you don't die. Like, Yeah, because I don't think they can like verify a heart attack in the field, so to speak. So no. they have to go to the hospital to get yeah. the cardiogram EKGs or whatever. and the ECKs and the, the CATs. And the... <laughs> it was, that was better than my joke. Thank you. <laughs> Jason. Uh-huh. Why were Jews ill-treated? Not just Hitler and stuff. All over ancient literature as well. Well, uh... <laughs> I'm not making a joke. I'm going to tell what I teach in my class because we talk about this. Uh, there's many, many reasons anti-Semitism goes back thousands of years. Uh, some people going all the way back to blaming the Jews for the death of Jesus. 
They oh. killed their messiah, even though he had to die for them to do the whole thing. So, like, shouldn't they be happy? I don't know. Didn't the Romans kill Jesus? So shouldn't we hate the Italians? Well, they turned uh, the Jewish people turned him over to the Romans, and like this oh, whole thing. Okay. So, uh, they were also blamed for the plague. Uh, there's this idea that they committed, um, like, drinking the blood of. I don't know, children or something like that. There's this thing where the the book with the um, protocols of the elders of Zion, where they're like secretly controlling the whole world. Like it's two thousand years of this kind of nonsense. So I can't believe there are still. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that there are still racists, but anti-Semitic people and like that's their main hatred. They oh. hate Jews a lot and so much that, and it's not even like. They're in Palestine, right? And they hate Jewish people because they're from Palestine or whatever. Yeah, and there's it's that like whole thing. Americans that live, white Americans that live in America that are like, I hate Jews. Like, have you ever even met a Jewish person? Like, what the hell? It's such a small number of people in the world that are Jewish, too. It's not even like the third largest religion. It's like the seventh largest religion. There's right. like, it's, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. So. Da- Jeff. Yes. Driving in automatic with both feet? Sure. Jason. Well, uh, actually, no, don't do that. It's bad for your brakes, I think, because you mash it on yeah. the, the brake with your left foot. Yeah. Then Possibly before you let go of the uh, gas with your right foot. Yeah. In general, mm-hmm. you don't want to be gassing and braking at the same time. No, no. Jason, why is it socially acceptable to speak uh, to negatively and offensively about Christians slash Catholics? If the comments made publicly on sites like Reddit per se swapped Catholicism for Judaism or Islam would be considered outright discrimination and or religious persecution. Well, uh, going along with the last question, uh, when they start putting Christians in ovens, then maybe you can have basis for your complaint. Yes. I'm punching not up say versus punching down. There was an anti-Christianity throughout history. Yeah. But I think once you're the majority of a specific type of person, like you're not being persecuted. Yeah. You're the majority. You make the laws and the rules. Yeah. The country is built for you. Yeah. And you're trying to enforce your laws and your rules on everyone. So that's right. why everyone says you're an asshole. Right. So suck it up, buttercup. But my rights. Mm-hmm. Jason, uh-huh. are men really surprised about being complimented? Uh, I have no idea. I'll have to wait and get back to you once it's happened. Jeff, <laughs> is an interest in history a red flag? What? An interest in history, a red flag. I was talking to someone on Tinder, and they said that an interest in history is a sign of extreme political views, and thus a red flag. What the fuck? You mean (laughs) uh, knowing facts about what happens is an extreme political view? Well, yeah, because then you're not just going with like the Disney version of all things that go along to get along. And now you have ideas like, oh, wow, people have sucked. I have one. Uh, asking that question is a red flag. <laughs> Jason, do people really wear pajamas? <laughs> so I assume they mean like, you know, you go to Kohl's and they yeah. sell the pajamas that have like lapels, right? Yeah, yeah. And no, who the fuck wears those? They still sell them. Some, well, people are buying them. Grandmas buy them, them for their kids and no yeah. one ever wears them. That's <laughs> but, what happens. But people wear them on TV all the time. All the time. It's like the silk with the stripes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you got your pinstripe pajamas. I would imagine that there are people that wear them, but I so don't. We have of late gotten like Christmas pajamas that we wear Christmas Eve and, and yeah. you know open the presents. You wear Christmas. them at night. Uh, so we put them sleeping? on during 
no, I take them off and I put on a, a t-shirt and uh, yeah. uh, my regular sleeping attire. I do not wear my pinstripe lapel Christmas pajamas to bed. Like, what would be the purpose? I guess, I guess wearing different clothes to bed, so you're not wearing your day clothes in your. They're not bed. as comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, but like a t-shirt. Look, that's I get clean. I get my t-shirt that goes down to my ankles and my little cap. <laughs> I get into bed. For my long winter nap. And you yawn and with both of your arms out. <laughs> and then you like lay back. Up. Yep. Yeah. Facing straight up. Yeah. Jeff. Yes. Is the average person oblivious to the current state of the world economy? Um, <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm an average person and I think the economy is bad. I don't but know if I'd say you're specifics. an average person. I think you're a little more well-informed than an average what? person. Oh, my gosh. I just got complimented. It's oh. very, it's like what happened with the Are you the surprised? Thing. Or what was I'm the very question? Very surprised, yeah. yeah. Oh, very okay. surprised. Um, I'll, I'll carry that compliment to my grave. No, I think I'm average, and um, I know that the economy is bad, and we're probably is headed it? for a recession. Are we? But... Based on what indicators? I so that's my thing. I that I don't know. I can't get into specifics about it. I feel like it's bad and things are really expensive. Oh my god! I so there's this hole in the wall taco place mm-hmm. by my house called Tamaz Taqueria, mm-hmm. and um, you know, is it good? If we ever get famous enough to get doxxed, like people are gonna know where the fuck I live. Anyway, <laughs> so um. Uh- as it is right now, all of our listeners know where both of us live. <laughs> that's true. Because they've been in our house. <laughs> right, right. So um, every time I think about ordering from this place, like delivery, you know, like DoorDash or whatever, I get turned off because it's $14 for three tacos. And I'm like, I don't want to pay $14 for three tacos. Well, um, I was telling some friends this, and um, <laughs> my friend sent me $7. She's like, I'll pay for half. Just go and try them. What if they're like, because for $14, they have to be like the best tacos you've ever had. Do they come with sides for the three tacos? Is Be- there like beans and rice as well? Beans and rice. Okay. I mean, that's $14 for a meal. That's not outrageous. Yeah. So I went earlier today. Uh-huh. And $14 if you ordered online, sixteen fifty if you order in the restaurant. Wild, right? That, so like, I'm already here. Price gouge away. Get that. <laughs> And a little glass bottle of Coke, Mexican Coke, came out to like $19 or whatever. Um, it, was, it wasn't that good. It was not that good. It wasn't $19 good? The tacos were dry. It just, was, go to, just go to fucking Mays on Tuesdays. It's $2 per taco. Literally. And Mays, they're so good. Mays prices in this hole in the wall. The first table I sat down on was covered in ants. Oh. So I moved a table, a couple of tables over. Covered in uncles? <laughs> Co- covered in cousins. Oh, cousins. <laughs> cousins. Um, the tacos, the taste was good, but the meat was all dry. Mm. Um, the little bottles of salsas they gave me were good. But like these were, the pinto beans I got were the most bland beans I've ever tasted. I thought, oh, beans. I like the taste of beans. Can't be that bad, right? The most bland I've ever tasted. Like you know why? They had they didn't have any seasoning in them. No, they were made in New York City. New York City. <laughs> so I would pay eight dollars for this this meal. Mm-hmm. I do not want to pay fourteen or sixteen dollars for this meal. That all goes back to everything is double expensive, doubly as expensive as it used to be. We went down to the wedding and yeah. stopped and got McDonald's for dinner. Oh yeah. 
Happy Meal, two value meals. Yeah. $24. That's a lot. You used to be able to go to like a sit down restaurant and including tip. And I know this is very like old man of us. To Back do. in the 90s, <laughs> I went to Applebee's and I got a steak for nine ninety nine. dollars <laughs> <laughs> We got the early bird special, five ninety nine for a T-bone and a can of Coke. Uh, so everything There's is There's still places that you can get it for that, but you have to go to like maybe Michigan. Uh Probably on, head on down to the brown jug. <laughs> you can get the prime rib and uh, lobster for nine ninety nine. Yeah, so like I understand, like things are going to be more expensive than we were kids, but things are double what they cost three years ago, and that's where I'm getting like that's where I get the feeling that the economy is crashing because it's not really it doesn't seem sustainable for something to double and then it's this cost of things i feel like they've leveled out a little bit a bit in the last few months but supply chain issues god damn that's what it is nine dollars for a thing of paper plates i can't i can't that's because uh china's still locking down like crazy and it's fucking up all the supply chains true yeah that's true anyway and you know russia's invading people making the gas more expensive so then it's more expensive to ship and so everything goes up but I would, I would. But say the that, Fed is like, no, it's because we gave everyone money. I would say that the Russians, like the initial spike after Russia invaded Ukraine of the oil prices, was false. It was inflated on on um, what do they call it for the oil prices? speculation speculation yeah. yeah, and then it didn't go down that much. And I don't, I can't imagine. Actually, the price of a barrel of oil is about the same now as it was a few years ago. So yeah. Like they're just gouging us. They're just gouging Because they yeah. can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they're fuckers. They're fuckers. Motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of that, why do we keep using the same economic system if it keeps failing over and over? Uh, one, what's the alternative? Two, boom and bust cycles are not failures. It's just sometimes you spend more money and then later you don't spend as much money. And so when that happens, <laughs> yeah, it, when I spend less money... La Fuente gets less money from me. <laughs> yeah, and when true. I spend more money, they get more money. So sometimes they're doing better and sometimes they're not doing as much. It's yeah, just the I'd cycle of business. The economic system is not failing. The economic system is failing us uh, in favor of millionaires and billionaires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because it's going unchecked. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's, there's not enough uh, guardrails to stop nonsense from happening. Uh, And so it's not really it's not really capitalism because the idea of capitalism is I will make, I don't know, scones Mm -hmm. and I will make as many scones as people will buy. Right. And if more people want scones and I can't make more, I'll raise the price and then fewer people will want scones. And so I will find a happy medium of where I'm making enough money and where people are buying enough. That's what capitalism is. It's the free market. I make whatever I want to make as long as people want to buy it. Right. And there's no regulation on your scones, in theory. But the the problem is, now, these huge businesses have so many safeguards that they don't have to react at all Yeah. to oh, what yeah, customers yeah. need. They put the little things in there where I can't even sue them. I have to go to, uh, what do they call that? Uh, basically, like, couples counseling for consumers. <laughs> like, <laughs> arbitration, that's what they call it. Yeah. Like, they they gobble up every other business, so there's no competition, and you're forced to take whatever you get. And so, like, right. that's not capitalism, and that doesn't work for people, and that's why everyone's getting screwed over. Yes, but hey, we like uh, cheap socks and television, so we keep buying from Amazon. Well, 
I, I'm the same the same guy that says um, things are getting too expensive. That's me. Is also the same guy that says um, if you can't pay your employees a livable wage, raise prices so that you can pay them a livable wage. And if people aren't going to pay twelve dollars for a cheeseburger, then your business model's fucked, and you shouldn't be in business. Well, I feel like the problem isn't that it's the they're they're paying their upper level people way too much. Oh well, definitely. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, definitely. Like, they're giving, and I remember working in executive compensation mm. many oh, years ago, yeah. and looking at all these like retention bonuses they were giving to the people who were literally running the company into the ground. Like yeah. the company does not exist anymore, right? But they got these like hundreds of thousands of dollars in bonuses for doing a bad job, while we were literally laying off other people. Yeah, and I'm like sitting in the situation, looking at the list. Of people we're laying off and looking at the money we're giving to these other people. Billionaires and billionaires. Exactly. Jeff. Yes. Was I the only one who thought GoDaddy was an adult site or was I just a stupid kid? I think you were the only one. <laughs> Jason, how can coriander become a staple of certain cuisines when it tastes like soap to so many people? I mean, if you don't like it, don't eat it. So that uh, tastes like soap thing that's genetic. Okay. And so there's probably... Um, like uh, coriander or cilantro is used in a lot of different cuisines, like let's say Indian cuisine. I would say maybe Indian people don't have that gene that makes it taste like soap. I don't think it tastes like soap, so I don't even know what they're talking about. I think it tastes delicious. Yes, it's wonderful. Yeah. Delightful. Jeff, what's meant to be on the bottom side of the flat earth? Um, <laughs> Like in the flat earth theory they're talking yeah. about. Earth is, is flat, what so is what's on, on the bottom? bottom? I would say... Um, the alternate Earth is the is the lava just floating in space underneath. <laughs> there's another Earth under there. Oh, with another me and another you, and we're doing oh. a podcast. And but that podcast is actually interesting. Yeah, it's called the Thirty Minutes. <laughs> is that enough? <laughs> You'll have to ask our uh, other podcasts. <laughs> We've had enough. Enough of that. That beat is awful. By the way, it's just loud and obnoxious. That beat, the one that I just played that you didn't hear. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I heard sorry. it. Sorry, oh, okay. came through the came through the headphones. Only a little bit of it. Um, speaking of not that, Jeremy Lee Polly, who's forty, of Pennsylvania, was charged with abuse of a corpse. Oh. <laughs> receiving stolen property and other charges after police say he allegedly tried to buy stolen human remains from an Arkansas woman via Facebook, though he says the remains were acquired legally. <laughs> of course, all criminals say, no, it's legal. I'm not a criminal. I've got a permit for those fingers. <laughs> it's for my uh, art class. This is a little, this story's a little spooky. This would be like a good Halloween story. We're like, starting to prime up because, you know, it's September now. Yeah, purchasing body parts. I think the Republicans are assuming he's purchasing... You know, aborted fetuses and stuff. Yeah, well, can't have that. Yeah. On a Facebook page under his name, Polly has posted pictures of bags and sacks of femurs. One captioned, picked up more medical bones to sort through. Alrighty. Gross. That's an interesting hobby to have. <laughs> it is. Medical bones. Huh. So police found three five-gallon buckets containing assorted body parts, including... <laughs> of children the state law 
uh, enforcement agents intercepted packages containing body parts addressed to Polly from the Arkansas woman. Um, so they pretty much found what they found in Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment, but he, this guy didn't kill the people. Yeah. But this has got to be like on his way to being a serial killer, right? You would think. It's just, I mean, why do you want body parts? Yeah. Are they refrigerated? How are they preserved? If they're just in have buckets, like I think fingers all around. Yeah. Maybe they're fermenting. Maybe so, he's making wine. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I think I've seen it all. And then something like this comes around, said Sean McCormick, district attorney for Cumberland County, Pennsylvania, where Polly was charged. University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences spokeswoman Leslie Taylor confirmed that the remains were to be donated to UAMS's facility. Oh. So, so someone... For, uh, like, research purposes. Selling them under the table. Like, look, I got a surplus of, uh, you know, clavicles. <laughs> they fell off a truck. <laughs> you got a bunch of old ladies. Want some old ladies? Like, nah, you got anything younger? <laughs> Uh, Taylor says that uh, they were instead stolen from the Arkansas Central Mortuary Services in Little Rock by a female mortuary employee and sold, adding that there is an open federal investigation. Okay, so this woman was stealing the body parts. So if it's already like deconstructed body parts, I assume they're done with them. And maybe she was supposed to dispose of them. But she took them home instead and was like selling them and who's like, okay. Who's like, I'm going to put this on Facebook. I'm sure somebody wants it. (laughs) eBay is no good for cadavers anymore. You got to put it on Facebook marketplace now. (laughs) Yeah. But then everyone's like, can I pick it up at three? And they never show up. (laughs) Still available? Question mark. (laughs) Would you take $50? Would you take two? We are very respectful to those who donate their bodies, and we are appalled that such a thing could happen, Taylor said. Well, a representative of the mortuary hung up on the reporter who tried to reach out for a comment. Oh, boy. When I worked at the Apple store, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things was, like, we... The fuck was that? Okay, we paused. We figured out. It's just the TV everything's upstairs. okay. Yeah. It's the TV upstairs. It was very weird. We both heard it come through the headphones, yeah. and it's like amplified through the microphones and the headphones and stuff. So if you take the the headphones off, you don't don't really hear it. But yeah, it's very weird. Just the TV noises. It's all we're hearing from upstairs. So when I worked at the Apple Store, one of the things was um, like it would they would say like you are Apple. So um, what they meant in training, what they meant by that was um, like you when you're wearing the apple shirt you're you represent the company so it's not if you for example um real true example if you deny selling an ipad to an iranian person um because you there's some federal law where you can't sell things that are going to go back to certain countries iran, iran is one of them so um if you deny selling the ipad to someone uh because you think they're taking it back to iran but really they're just speaking farsi um, then it's not you have a policy of not selling. It's Apple as a company has a policy of not selling to people who speak Farsi. And that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is um, when um, you, when if a reporter contacts you and like calls the store and you answer the phone, um, saying no comment is a comment. Mm-hmm. So um, they would say like, uh, we reached out to the Apple store um and they said no comment. 
So that's a comment. Yeah. So you would have to say like, um, I'm not the best person to answer these questions. Let me direct you to our whatever. Yeah. Which is not a the comment. PR department. It's yeah. not a comment. Exactly. It's a sorry. You have to talk to someone else for that. I exactly. It's not yeah. something I yeah. can yeah. help. So with. it's like a good way to get around it. Yeah. So anyway. you are not. You are the morgue. <laughs> you are the morgue. Yeah. yeah. Cold and dead inside. <laughs> uh, where the fuck were we? Uh, FBI Little Rock spokesman Connor Hagan said that the office was aware of the Pennsylvania incident, but will not be commenting on ongoing investigations. Oh, that's what I was talking about when they hung up on him. Yeah. <laughs> Reporters will just report that because, mm-hmm. you know, it's their job. So Polly is free on $50,000 bond. The guy who was buying the body parts. No charges have been filed as of Thursday against the Arkansas woman. So from what I understand cannibalism is illegal you are not allowed by law right to eat human remains right probably isn't that one of the things that jeffrey dahmer was besides all the murdering yeah (laughs) wasn't he charged with like cannibalism or something possibly it's an additional crime it was so long ago i don't even so like the first thing is like these guys this guy's eating these people right it's got to be eating these people why else would he want all these body parts there or maybe he's at least tried it. Like he's he's dipped a femur in ranch or something. And... <laughs> Stupid. Uh, let's see. But, you know. Uh, well, according to Cornell University. Okay. Cannibalism is the consumption of another human body, uh, bodies, another human's body matter, whether consensual or not. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. In the United States, there are no laws against cannibalism per se, but most, if not all states, have enacted laws that indirectly make it impossible to legally obtain and consume okay. the body matter. So that must be what this is. That must be a law. You you can't purchase body parts or, yeah. or obtain them in any way. You can't transport them over state lines. To eat them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can't transport body parts. So that's the problem. So how are you going to get it there? Okay. So... Right. So then, so the Donner Party, for example, they mm. were they cannibalized people to survive. Yeah, they're trapped in the mountains. And, yeah. yeah. So that wasn't a crime then, because they didn't kill the people. It was just an accident when they died. So you just eat them, and that's okay. Well, it was the 1800s. A lot of things were more okay. That's back then. true. That's very true. Okay. So all right. Well, um, I hope this guy, I don't know, yeah. goes well, to prison or whatever. No charges have yet been filed uh, as of today. So it, is it illegal to purchase the body parts or is it illegal to sell them or is it both? Might be both. So he might just get charged with like a like a small crime. Yeah, of uh, body well, parts distribution. I need to know what he was doing with them. Uh, you know they're searching his computer and it stuff. It was possession with the intent to uh, distribute. <laughs> He's been in prison a long time for yes, that. Yes. Well, I, speaking of Texas. Okay. I don't know. Was that in Texas? No. It was in Arkansas, right? And Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, George Paul Jones of Texas. Oh. Really? Uh, broke into an animal shelter and freed over 150 dogs inside the building in Abilene. Aw, he freed the dogs. How he, cute is that? He let the dogs out. He did let the, Well, yeah. You know that song's about ugly women. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, the Abilene Police Department said they found one of the canines dead and several others injured after fighting with each other. Okay. So I said, oh, that's nice. The guy let the dogs out. Like, that's obviously not the case. Yeah. Um, it's very Three dangerous. of the dogs have been charged with trying to sell the body parts of the dead dog. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, a 38-year-old suspect reportedly climbed the fence that surrounded the Ebeline Taylor County Animal Services. And according to a Facebook post from the police department, I hate that. Everything's on fucking Facebook. I know. And the, like, the, so they, this reporter, or maybe this AI, didn't even reach out to the police department. They just saw the Facebook post. They're like, okay, cool. I don't need to call anybody. Yeah. I got the facts. I got the who, what, when, where, why. The, <laughs> the five W's. <laughs> So, according to Facebook posts of the, from the police department, the man then entered the shelter through the roof and opened many of the cages on the canine side. Incidentally, in Texas, there's six W's. <laughs> <laughs> of the over 150 dogs freed, many of the canines escaped the property through an outside gate, which required animal shelter crews to attempt to locate them outside the property grounds. Um, police said the man caused damage to the inside of the building near the office area, as well as on the roof where he entered. And unfortunately, since the police were called, all 150 dogs were shot and killed. <laughs> uh, actually, most of them were fine. Uh, officials said the man then fled the scene by stealing a van owned by the shelter, which was later recovered. Uh, Jones was officially arrested and charged with break-in, animal cruelty, and theft of a motor vehicle. Uh, he is being held at the Taylor County Jail. Okay. Animal cruelty? Well, a dog did die. Uh, and it was his fault because he did let the dogs out. I would, yeah. Okay. So I would say he was responsible for that dog's death, certainly. But I don't think animal cruelty is the right. Well, it's the manslaughter it's version. It's like negligence or something yeah. that caused doggily harm. <laughs> <laughs> so the abilene animal services closed for the day well they had no animals to take care of yeah. uh after the incident it has since reopened however multiple dogs are still unaccounted for and many were left with injuries that's very sad yeah poor little babies they just wanted to get adopted yeah you know well some of them wanted out well they did yeah. one of them had been you know digging through the wall uh-huh the poster hiding it oh yeah and had like gone through like half a mile of a sewage behind pipe. A, po a poster of lassie yeah. and now he's now he's in uh mexico on the coast oh nice nice yeah with uh morgan freeman <laughs> so i hear so i, hear. So I you don't hear. know yeah uh and then he found his cellmates uh stash of milk bones <laughs> on the beach we're gonna get out of here andy <laughs> <laughs> all the kibble you can eat What breed would each one be? Uh, Andy Dufresne would be like a, a Doberman. I think so. I don't know what Morgan Freeman's character's name was in that. Oh, it's Morgan Freeman. That's fine. Okay. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> uh, what's next? We got dogs. Dogs. Um, My dogs are assholes, so. They are. They would. It's okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're sweet angels. They're horrible. I love them. They're the worst. Speaking of angels, uh -huh. uh, Nebraskans. Mm -hmm. uh, Nebraskan Duane Hansen paddled 38 miles down the Missouri River in a boat <laughs> made from a hollowed out pumpkin to celebrate his 60th birthday and hopefully set a Guinness World Record. Uh, you know, my dog likes pumpkin. Your dog does? Yeah. Like when we carve pumpkins, he yeah. likes to eat the, the innards. It? I think it's okay for dogs to eat pumpkin. Yeah, right? they can eat pumpkin. Yeah. But uh, the first time he was overfed the pumpkin. Uh-oh. And he had an orange fountain. 
<laughs> oh, out of no. his bee hole out of the back end yeah he had some pumpkin pie in the backyard <laughs> gross <laughs> it was coming out so fast and hard there was an arc to it it's like a rainbow except uh, it was all orange oh, gross he had his uh, pumpkin spice latte <laughs> there's uh i've talked about this guy in the podcast before gene the pumpkin man out in uh kalamazoo i'm sure he's dead by now but he had an orange car wore orange clothes had an orange cowboy hat orange boots mm-hmm. like everything his wife even wore orange maybe his son uh david samuel took over i don't get it david s pumpkins oh okay sorry his wife, we just called him Mrs. Jean or Mrs. Pumpkin Man. We had no idea what her name was. Anyway, Hansen set out uh, what from the public boat docks in Bellevue, Nebraska at about 7.30 a.m. in the 846-pound pumpkin and arrived in Nebraska City just after 6.30 p.m., according to a post on the Bellevue's Facebook page. Fucking Facebook page again. Yep. Though I feel like this is at least something that the town Facebook page, like, all right, fine. Yeah. Some nut hollowed out a pumpkin and it's floating it down the river right probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened in friggin nebraska i'm sure i feel like there's like a a um a joke here about a bunch of like basic white chicks hollowing out pumpkins and float fording them down the river to get to their pumpkin spice latte in starbucks i've never had a pumpkin spice latte i have i mean it's okay I might try one, but it's too early in the season. It's fucking 90 <laughs> degrees today. The Are pumpkins aren't even ripe yet. No, they're not. They're not, those, they're not even growing yet. No, this Mine isn't still this flowers. year's pumpkins. This has to be last year's pumpkin. Yeah, nobody wants a pumpkin that old. No. Yeah. It's a cougar pumpkin. So how did this guy get this pumpkin then, if they're not even growing yet? Uh, Maybe we'll find out. I mean, it's one of the big pumpkins, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're large. Maybe right he now. started growing it early, like in a greenhouse yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, they say if you stay in your job long enough, you might just see everything. And this morning was one of those days. This guy's lucky he didn't see the stack of femurs from the last story. (laughs) This is what a city witness said in the Facebook post. A city witness in the Facebook post? You mean someone who just commented on the Facebook page? Yeah. All right. Another witness said, first, (laughs) the pumpkin vessel has been named the SS Bertha. Written on the back and had a cup holder carved into the hole. How convenient. For the pumpkin spice latte. Nice. He should have had two because, you know, that's a long day at uh, at Pumpkin Sea. Yeah. Did he have like a little pumpkin glove compartment that he kept his little trinkets in? And... Maybe. So Hanson's wife, family and friends were also there to document the journey, the city's post said, with some of them following him in a proper boat just in case the pumpkin ran into any trouble. You don't want to get caught in choppy waters in a pumpkin. That's yeah, true. Uh, the previous record for longest journey in a pumpkin was 25.5 miles, uh, set in 2018, according to the Guinness Book of World Records website. Guinness World Records spokesperson Kylie Galloway told CNN that the organization has received Hansen's application for the title and is awaiting evidence to review. Yeah, apparently, there's a whole process. Th- that takes the whole fun out of it for me like oh we gotta that's too proper (laughs) so wouldn't they if they were going for a guinness world record wouldn't they call someone from guinness to have them come out and witness it apparently you can have witnesses okay from city officials or something and so like they had city official witnesses to 
That's that's basically like you just pay some guy off to be like, oh yeah, you did like forty yeah. point one miles. What other um whatever evidence do they need? What other evidence do they need other than this city Facebook post? Well, they needed a picture of him pooping out an arc of pumpkin because <laughs> he ate all the innards <laughs> out the back of it. Is that how he hollowed out and he ate all of them? Yeah, he had a yep, and had the pumpkin fountain. Um. His his actually his name is Dwayne, but it's really Peter Peter. Very nice. Hanson lives in Syracuse, Nebraska, and enjoys growing large pumpkins, gourds, and other vegetables as a hobby. The city's Facebook post said. So instead of going to this news story, we should have just gone to the Facebook post. That's the thing about reporting is they're supposed to find out things that aren't generally known by the public or easy, easily accessible by the public. Searching Facebook is not, it, it's not um, journalism. Well, no, because they're not trying to be journalists. They're trying to fill space and get clicks. Oh. Well, and, and so I a clicked. guy, yeah, a guy running down the river in a pumpkin is yeah. click worthy. Um, he should have been naked, in my opinion, just to add to the whimsy of the story. Covered in pumpkin slime. Yeah. And then, like, when he stands up, like, he's got two, like, straps over his shoulders, and he stands up in the pumpkin, and it's now his outfit. That's true. He has to kick holes for his feet. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a new, I don't know how new it is, um, there's a newish um, Mickey Mouse um, cartoon. It's mm-hmm. like 20-something, or maybe 40 minutes long or whatever, on uh, Disney+. Plus. It's about summer vibes or whatever. It's very oh, funny. Okay. But one of the things is, like, he's trying to stop the boat, and he... <laughs> kicks his feet through the bottom of the boat to try to stop it on the water. <laughs> Those new Mickey cartoons are really good. They're so They're funny. Very funny. So funny. I I greatly enjoy them. The animation and the uh, storytelling and the voices, the jokes are just really funny and, and new. Mm-hmm. It's not like repeating the same old cartoon joke over and over again. Like it's just <laughs> my favorite is like when they when the one of the characters does something um like they're supposed to be like strong <laughs> they automatically have these giant veiny muscles <laughs> <laughs> they just come out of nowhere to pull the lever or yeah. turn a wheel or something you know i will say the new goofy kind of like grosses me out there's something about him he just seems like like he, he's back to like the original goofy kind of where he's like got this whole like a sort of homo hobo and homo <laughs> uh kind of like this hobo classic hobo look like he's got yeah. like little chin hairs and stuff and like yeah. patches on his clothes and though i do love uh the one of the earlier cartoons uh they go down deep in with uh professor von quack or whatever they mm-hmm. way deep into the ocean yeah. in a submarine uh mickey and donald have to like i think the professor gets eaten by like a giant clam and they have to go get him yeah uh, and like a sea monster or something is getting him and it like knocks into the the submarine and goofy opens a door on the submarine with a towel around his <laughs> and he goes who is it <laughs> it's so dumb it's like and it's like a screen door or something too. Yeah. it's just like in someone's front yard <laughs> my favorite uh joke on, on the newer Mickey ones is Mickey something happens to Mickey in his front yard and he gets smashed by something and he's you know he's got the whole broken teeth and everything and um, he's laying there in the divot that was made with his body 
and he sees he sees something above him standing above him and he goes is that you walt <laughs> so good oh well what did we learn today other than um mickey mouse that, that we still watch cartoons as adults and it's fine because they're funny yes we also learned uh you should avoid potholes um even if you're just running in them unless it's the pothole uh, which has fine merchandise indeed uh, yes. coming soon <laughs> to the hours website uh, we learned that airbnb doesn't want you to have a party Ugh, such narcs we also learned um that there's a guy uh, oh and, and by the way this guy looks as strange as you would think he looks yeah i don't know it's like a half post. a tattoo and like <laughs> a weird eye he's got one of those eye tattoos things. Yeah. i think yeah yes. so i don't know if you're gonna post that on the facebook thing but I'll, I'll um, see if I, I'll see what I can do. Okay, good. Uh, so he's he's um, buying body parts. Yeah, stack of femurs. But he if you go doing... to his house, don't pull his leg. <laughs> he was just doing Lincoln just, logs with them. It's a stack of them. They'll, they'll all fall down. Just building a, a femur cabin. Yeah. <laughs> then you can have cabin femur. <laughs> uh, we also learned that uh, some guy let the dogs out, and some of them didn't come back. That's sad. And we also learned uh, there's a guy that floated down the river on a pumpkin slow news day that if uh if this was um that movie called liar liar <laughs> no he was a, he was a anchorman man. no no sorry he was a weather he was a no, liar liar it, he was a lawyer right yeah he was like bruce almighty bruce almighty this would have been the story he went out to go to and then he'd say if i don't see you tomorrow good afternoon good evening and good night that's a whole other movie Alrighty then, this hour has been an hour and 21 minutes. And if we don't see you tomorrow, good afternoon, good evening, good night. So you're aware <laughs> that I dog sat for you this weekend. I didn't, yeah. Because everybody, literally everyone we know, had a wedding on the same day yeah. to go to. Not the same wedding. Different weddings. Different weddings. You were at a wedding. I was. It was local, at least. Yeah. I was at a distant wedding. My yeah. daughter was at a distant wedding. We had a friend who was in Chicago for a wedding. It's like... Big wedding day. Which is fun, because she's a wedding planner. Oh, nice. But it wasn't a planning. It was like she was a guest. Yeah. So, so um, your your dogs are... Um, Assholes. They're a little crazy. Yeah, they're the they're worst. adorable, though. I love Luna. She's my god dog. <laughs> and uh, so... Your god-dogged her? Yeah, they're very clingy dogs. Like they followed me everywhere I went to my house, in your house or outside of your house. Everywhere I went, okay, in my house, uh, and also see, outside. They, they didn't I think like... they were just stressed out because like they don't do that here. Like right, Luna will. Like, yeah, she'll often be right yeah, up your butt she's all an the time. Angel. Uh, but the other one, no, he'll just like he'll we'll be like, where is he? And you know what he does. He always we never we don't let him stay in the bedroom right. because he's an asshole at night. Yes. And he always tries to get in the bedroom. Yeah. And I always have to get up there first and close the door so he can't sneak in. So he in. tries to run in like, oh, I'm in now. You can't kick me out. Yeah. And then he gets on the bed <laughs> and I have to like drag him off the bed. Uh, so last night I get, get, you know, we go to bed. I took him out. Like he was downstairs doing something. I go upstairs, go in the bedroom, close the door, brush my teeth, get into bed, in bed for a few minutes. And suddenly he jumps on the bed. Oh. He had slipped in and had hidden himself <laughs> and then got on the bed. I did not have to drag him out. Like, usually I have to drag him out. Yeah. I think he was just so pleased with himself <laughs> that he was able to sneak past and get on the bed 
and was like, mm, I got what I want. I can leave now. I was like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. But yes, they're, they're assholes. So they follow me everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was working on my bathroom. I was cutting some cement board for my bathroom. So I was outside in my driveway, just just outside, right there. It's not like I left. I was right there. My windows were open because it was a nice day. Yeah. My windows are the big left to right slidey windows, especially okay. in the front, very big. Sure. Yeah. Um, in the front, I have a um, like a bench kind of table kind of thing with a bunch of plants on it. Sure. Um, and my dogs are 16 years old. They don't mm. generally try things anymore. They're like, eh, forget <laughs> about it. So I'm out there. I'm cutting my cement board and I hear a crash outside. And I look up. And Luna is out of my house. I run up. And she's a runner. Yes. She's a track runner, star. track star. I run up. I see my entire screen for my windows just laying on the ground. And she's halfway down the street already. And I yell her name. And I tried that. So I tried that trick where it's like if your dog is running, you like go and lay down on your back. And they'll come to you. No, nope. no, nope. She does not give a shit. Yeah, she probably did that once and learned her lesson. So I don't. I live in a cul-de-sac, and my the street outside of my cul-de-sac is pretty busy. It's kind of a main thoroughfare between, like the the like the neighborhood. A mainer the main thoroughfare road. and another mainer thoroughfare. Exactly. Um, so I'm chasing her. I'm calling her name. She's not listening. No. She's running. Nope. I hear this car coming down the street. It's a very old. It's like a. It's probably like a '96 Corolla. Let's say. <laughs> Or like, uh, what was that old, um, there was another car that Toyota had back in the day that was like their compact car for the 90s. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So anyway, so it's loud. It's coming down the street. There's like a, a speed hump on mm-hmm. the intersection. So Luna's running just down the sidewalk. She runs out right next to this car. And when I tell you she was six inches from death, she was so close to this car, Jason. She almost got out and unalived herself. She would have deserved it. I. What do you do? What do you do? What do you? What would I do? And I know that you guys would be like, "She deserved it. It's fine." Blah blah blah. Like I could not have recovered from that guilt. I I I don't know if I. Could you weren't face doing you guys you didn't ever do anything again. wrong. I know she but, was. She busted through your screen. But I'm in charge of her safety while she's at my house. Yeah, but you, know you can't fix stupid. Yeah, so I, so you guys would probably not would have been fine with it, but you know you would have been like, you would have been mad at you. Yeah, Yeah, it's not your fault because your wife. Because she's done it. Yeah, she she did it to me. Yeah, Um, because we had some guy. I I made the mistake of I generally have a policy of if you knock on my door, I will not buy anything from you. Right. So don't bother. Like I'll say sorry, I don't buy things from people who knock on my door. Yeah. Uh, And so he's like, well, we'll just do it. We'll just give you a free estimate and blah blah. And for some reason. We were, so we were looking at getting a new roof, and it was, like, roof-related. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, fine, give me a fucking estimate, because I'm already getting other estimates, and then it's just one more. Right? They come canvas neighborhoods and areas that just had storms. Yeah. Just for the insurance money. Yeah, they've, they've done scammers. things. We've had those. It wasn't one of those ones, though. Because oh. those, I'm like, no, thank you. That sounds scammy. I don't want to yeah. deal with that. They're like, well, you know, your neighbors, you know the Todds? And I was like, no. Don't like, talk oh, to those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like he's giving me an estimate, and this fucking estimate is going on way too long. It was mm-hmm. like this, it was like two hours, and I'm like, I do not have that time for that. But to be fair, part of it was my wife had to go pick up our daughter from her grandparents because she was over there swimming. Yeah, we had put the dogs in the garage because we knew they were going to try to like 
you know, I'm on the porch <laughs> talking to this person because it's, I think, during COVID. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm not going to let them in the house. <laughs> right. And so she goes to get my daughter, forgetting that the dog's in the garage. Oh, no. And so I look over and suddenly Luna's in the driveway. <laughs> and then she's running down the street. Oh, jeez. And so I'm chasing her. Mm-hmm. And so is the appraiser guy or the estimate guy he's helping you chase he's helping me chase her i'm in fucking (laughs) flip-flops he's earning his uh commission i felt so bad i mean he really wanted the purchase we did not go with him because it was like thirty-eight thousand dollars. i was like no that's not that's like four times more than any other estimate yeah go fuck yourself (laughs) uh but like so we go down our road we go down another road at the end of another cul-de-sac in our neighborhood there's like a nature trail Uh uh-huh she goes down that nature trail (laughs) i'm like just go you on know, a little nature walk. No big deal. But that nature trail comes out on the very busy road uh, over here. Oh, oh, the main like road. Outside, yeah, yeah, the main road. Yeah. And it comes out right at a curve in that main road. Oh. And she goes across that street at that curve. And I'm like, she's going to get hit. I'm going to watch her die. Asking for it. And then right. she crosses back. And then she crosses again. And then she crosses the fourth time. And so, like, estimator guy is, like, he's up around the curve, like, basically trying to slow them down, waving his hands. Yeah. And so she crosses the fourth time back onto the same side that our subdivision's on. And she decides to go in the backyard of this house that she's on. And our car's going by. Cars are going by. Yeah, the whole time. Very stressful. But she goes in the backyard of this house that's just on that street. Yeah. It looked like they had recently done Renault's and stuff. So I don't think anyone was living in it. Right. Grass was pretty tall. Um, and so this house has a fenced backyard. But it's like open on each side of the house. Okay. So it's like there's fencing in the backyard. Right. And so estimator guy goes on the left side of the house following the dog. I go on the right side of the house knowing that she's going to have to come around to me. So we both come around the back of the house and she sees us. And so she's like, well, I'm going to run through the backyard. She goes running straight into the chain link fist. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Soon as she hit it, she just sat down. Yeah, she's she's in trouble. But I was in such a rush. I didn't bring a leash. I didn't bring anything. Yeah. And so I've got to carry her like a mile home. And she's kind of a porker. She is. And I'm in fucking flip flops <laughs> oh, no. because I'm just standing on my porch getting an estimate yeah. about the fucking roof. Oh my gosh. She's an asshole. So when you hear about like people disappearing without a trace, you know, or like going and changing their identities and just mm-hmm. moving across country, or whatever, I think that's what I would have had to do. I couldn't, I couldn't, if, if she died under my watch, I couldn't. Yeah, we never know what happened. Face you, you guys would. They'd never find her body in a, bo- a barrel in Lake Mead in like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, and like, you wonder what makes people like go and do that. Well, there's got to be something like that. There's just no, there's no conceivable recovery for me. You guys would have been fine. I couldn't have faced you ever again. Like, I would have lost you guys as friends <laughs> because of my own guilt. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm glad it didn't happen. Yeah, that's good. She's welcome over anytime. Now that I know how she can get out, I'll keep that window shut. <laughs> yeah, got to get bars on all your windows. <laughs> Next time she comes over, chain yeah. link windows, chain link, so she'll run into it and be embarrassed. Yep. Okay, that's it.